Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Today's story shows you how great it is to have a pet and how sad it can be when a pet disappears. While Jenny and her friend Natalie search for clues about what happened to Butterscotch, Jenny learns some important lessons about forgiveness. Chapter 10. More Than Butterscotch Mom! Jenny shouted. Something's outside my window! Or someone. Mom? As soon as her mother got there, they both tiptoed over to the window and peeked out. I don't see anything, Mom said. She reached up and pulled the window closed. Then she shut the curtains. Should we go outside and look, Jenny asked. Maybe. Let's go turn on the porch light and look around. When they didn't see anything through the peephole in the door, Mrs. Wallace turned the doorknob and opened it just enough to stick her head out. Just enough for something to run in. Meow! Butterscotch? Jenny couldn't believe her eyes, even as her cat wove around and around her legs, purring loudly. Butterscotch! Jenny whooped. Oh, Butterscotch, I missed you so much! Jenny picked up her cat and buried her face in the soft fur. Mrs. Wallace rubbed Butterscotch's head and smiled. Oh, Jenny, I'm so glad she came back. It didn't take much talking to convince Jenny's mom that since Butterscotch had come back, she needed a new cat bed and some new toys. All her toys were so old and shabby. Jenny's mom laughed. I suppose nothing will be too good for that cat now. That evening, Jenny had a hard time going to sleep again, but this time it was because she was so happy. Thank you, God, she whispered as Butterscotch purred beside her. Oh, no, Jenny said the next morning as Butterscotch ate her special cat food. I forgot to tell Natalie. Can I call her? Finish eating first, her mom answered. Jenny finished quickly and picked up the phone while Butterscotch kept eating. Natalie, come over as soon as you can. I've got something to show you. Jenny was ready when the doorbell rang. Look who's home, she shouted as she opened the door with Butterscotch on her shoulder. She came back, Natalie squealed. I'm so happy for you, Jenny. Thanks for helping me find her, Jenny said. Do you want to hold her? Natalie petted the purring cat, then got a surprised look on her face. Someone must have been feeding her. Feel how fat she is. Jenny reached over to feel. You know, I thought she would be skinny too. She's really fat. Then a panicked look came over her face. What if it's not fat? What if something's wrong with her? Grabbing the cat, she raced out to the living room. Natalie was right behind her. She dumped the cat onto her mother's lap, tears streaming down her face. Mom, I think Butterscotch has a tumor. Feel her stomach. Mrs. Wallace pushed and poked Butterscotch's stomach. Then she smiled. Jenny, Butterscotch doesn't have a tumor. She's going to have kittens. Kittens? Jenny asked blankly. Kittens, Natalie shrieked. Can I have one? Yes, if it's okay with your parents. We won't be able to keep any, Mrs. Wallace said. We won't, Jenny asked. Why not? We can't feed another cat, Jenny, her mother said firmly, and Jenny knew there was no use arguing. She looked sadly at Butterscotch. How could she give away her kittens? Later, after Natalie had gone home and Butterscotch was curled up at the foot of Jenny's bed, Jenny sat down beside her mother on the couch. Mom, why can't we keep the kittens, she began. They won't be any trouble. Honest, I'll do everything to take care of them. You won't have to do a thing. Mom sighed and put down the magazine she was reading. I'm sorry, Jenny, but we can't have a bunch of cats running around here. But, Jenny pouted, you said I could have a kitten. Mom smiled. That was before Butterscotch came back. It's all Tevin's fault, she grumped. Then as she realized what she'd said, her hand flew to cover her mouth. Oops, I guess I just went fishing, she said. 
You know, Jenny, you keep blaming Tevin because Butterscotch ran away, but I remember that night a little differently than you. Jenny squirmed uncomfortably on the sofa. I remember a certain girl who was asked twice to bring her cat inside. Do you remember who that girl was? Jenny swallowed hard. Me? she squeaked. Mom nodded. Could Shorty have chased Butterscotch away if she was safe inside where she belonged? No, Jenny said in a small voice. It was really my fault that Butterscotch ran away, wasn't it? she asked. Jenny didn't need to see her mother nod to know it was true. I'm sorry, Mom. Will you forgive me? Mom threw her arms around Jenny and hugged her tight. Jenny hugged back as hard as she could. And remember, Mom, no fishing. Though Jenny thought Butterscotch's kittens would never arrive, one day when she got home from school, Butterscotch cuddled with three tiny little kittens. Jenny's fingers itched to hold those furry little kittens. Finally, her mother said it was okay. She touched their soft fur. She ooed over their little paws. She awed over their tiny tails. And then she had to decide whom to give them to. Natalie was an easy first choice. She wanted the golden white tiger. I'm going to call him Garfield. Tevin's parents called to see how Butterscotch was, and when they heard about the kittens, they asked for one. Tevin wanted the one that looked the most like Butterscotch, so Jenny decided to give him the yellow one. The white one with the yellow rings on its tail went to Mrs. Norton's niece. Didi came over to play the day that Tevin's dad was supposed to stop by for the kitten. She brought a ball of her mother's yarn, and they squealed with delight as the kitten chased it around the living room. Soon, Tevin's dad pulled up in the driveway, and the girls brought the kitten out to him. Jenny gave him the big box that she and Dee Dee had poked holes in. He can ride in this, she said, and here's a few of Butterscotch's old toys to keep him happy. Thank you very much, girls, Mr. Ryan said. He scratched the kitten under the chin. Tevin's really going to like this little guy. I'm not sure about Shorty, though. They'll learn to love each other, Jenny promised. When is Butterscotch going to have more kittens, Dee Dee asked as they watched Mr. Ryan back out of the driveway. Never, Jenny said. She has an appointment with Dr. Givens, the veterinarian, so that she won't ever have kittens again. She sighed. I guess it's a good thing. It's too hard giving kittens away, even when you know they're going to good homes. So what do you want to play, Dee Dee asked. Let's go down to Natalie's house, Jenny suggested. They started across the yard. Then Jenny stopped. Wait! I'm going to make sure Butterscotch is inside. I don't want her getting catnapped again. you have heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, Book 3, Jenny's Catnapped Cat, written by Celeste Perino-Walker, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.